I want to welcome you to the podcast today. My name is Cynthia Patton, and I teach the Bible on radio and do several postings a week on Facebook and have some private groups. So it's so good to have you with me today. The topic that I want to bring to you today is in moments like these. I recently read something that Rick Warren wrote, and it caused me to think about this topic today. In the moments that we're happy, in happy moments, how we should use those happy moments to praise the Lord. Now, happiness, you know, is a, a usually conditional. When things are conditions just right, you know, we can uh, have confidence to praise the Lord. And you may think that during the time we're in in the world with the COVID-19 virus uh, devastating so many lives and making so many people very, very sick, and we're having to uh, curfew ourselves and isolate ourselves in our homes and to keep our distance from one another in times we go out. You know, those are times that are just sober, brings us to a sober-mindedness, and really uh, fear and sorrow are not unusual emotions for us to, to feel at this present time. But if we have our trust in the Lord, if we have a confidence built up in our relationship with God, these can be some happy moments too. It can be a time to know that that God can use us, our lives, to bring others to to salvation. It can be a time of saving of souls. We can pray for it and we can also expect that God is going to be bringing people to the light of who Jesus Christ is and there will be many salvations. So we have some things in the spiritual realm that we can be happy about. And uh, Psalm chapter 40, verse 3 said, And he put a new song in my mouth, even praise to our God, and many shall see it and fear and trust in the Lord. So I, you, this is kind of proof in the Bible that God can use your uh, praise during this particular time to cause many people to come to the Lord. And I was asked to join a face group, Facebook group this week, and it's called light, light Flashlight Prayers. And what they do is they encourage all of us to take a flashlight at about dark at night when the sun goes down and to turn it on and to share with our neighbors the light from our house. So we're all supposed to be lighthouses, aren't we? If we're Christians, we're supposed to be a lighthouse and the neighbors around us should be able to see that we are a safe place that they could come to if they need us. It's also a signal that things are well with us in our places that we're uh, inhabiting our homes. But it's also a testimony that, you know, light overcomes the darkness, that the darkness um, cannot comprehend or overcome the light of Christ that's in us. So it's a good time for us to praise Him for that, that we're being the light, that we can be the light to someone else and that they can come to know the Lord. Now, in thinking about this passage in Psalm 40, you know, I was also reminded that if we will use this time to praise the Lord this and call it a happy time, that we can also be happy when we get back to our churches in a few weeks. Now, there are shut-ins who listen to me each week, 
and they still don't get out to go to church once the crisis is over. They weren't able to go to church before. And I had one woman tell me that it's no different for her than it was the last full year because she's been shut in battling cancer. So she had learned to be quiet in her own room and to find the joy of the Lord there. But, you know, that's what we're needing to do now is to use this time kind of like we were uh, on the ark with Noah and we were waiting, you know, for the sign that everything was clear for them to get back out again. And we're waiting for a sign that it's clear for us to get back out again too. But in the time of our waiting, you know, it's not a time that we just absolutely ought to succumb to sorrow, but it's a time that we should, you know, anticipate the uh, joy that's going to come in the morning. The Bible says that sorrow does last for a night, weeping shall last for a night, but joy would come in the morning. And then Nehemiah chapter 10, uh, 8 verse 10 says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So we're not people who need to give in to this grief like we don't have hope, but we need to be hope givers. We need to let the Lord comfort us in this particular time. He won't leave us comfortless. He won't leave us without. You know, there are cords of human kindness running every which direction right now that people can be cared for. The homeless, those that are uh, needy of food, and then it'll be a time after we get finished with this that there will be other pressing needs too. So we'll need to draw close to our neighbors and stay close to our neighbors um, throughout many more months to come. It's a good time to get to know our neighbors and uh, to be thoughtful about who lives around us. To even know in some neighborhoods who lives around you is a, is a real um, blessing because people are so busy they don't even take time to know their neighbors. But during this time, you know, I want to encourage you to keep your comfort tank full. Let the Holy Spirit comfort you uh, in this time of isolation and waiting and a time to really get to know the Lord and pray for the, those who do not know Him. A lot of people say, Lord, Lord, but they're, they're far from Him in their hearts. A lot of people say, will say in the day that He even returns, Lord, we've done this good thing and that good thing in your name. And he'll say, depart from you. I never knew you. So this is a time for us to pray for our neighbors, our family, to really get to know who the Lord is and what he means to them and what great a salvation that he brings to us. We can do something really powerful in this particular time too, and that is we can use the name of Jesus, speak the name of Jesus over this coronavirus and bind it from our dwelling places, bind it from our land, because Matthew 18, 19 says, what things soever you as a believer would bind on the earth will be bound in heaven, and whatsoever things are loosed on the earth be loosed in heaven, and these are the keys that he's given us, the keys to the kingdom. So we have mighty power and authority if we'll stand up and use it to speak against these threats to our life and limb. And we should be doing that for uh, other people because some people can't use their faith to that extent to think about being powerful enough to speak against sickness and disease. But, you know, we've been redeemed not by corruptible things, but by the blood of Jesus. And we've been redeemed from the curse of the law. And plagues, my friend, is a curse of the law. So I'm calling you, if you're a woman listening to me today, you know, we want Satan to be under our feet 
And so I'm calling you to crush his head, as um, the scripture said that it would be to the woman there in the garden. He said Satan would bruise her heel, but she would crush his head. So it's time for us to take our places of dominion and crush his head. Now, another verse of scripture that I want to remind you of um, while they were waiting, while you're waiting on God, is this one right here. He said in Psalm 42, 4, When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitudes. I went with them to the house of God, and with the voice of joy and praise, with the multitude that kept the holy day. So he said, there was a time that I used to get to go to church. I used to get to fellowship with the saints and with believers. And now I can't do that. You know, he said, I went to the place of worship with everybody else and I lifted up my voice and praised and he said when I remember those things I pour out my soul now I don't think he was grieving there you may be wrong think I'm wrong about that but I think he was remembering has he was striking up in his memory the good times that he had had with fellowship with people of like precious faith so that's another way we can let our happiness you know, be a praise unto God is to remember that and to pray for our local churches and our pastors and our ministers that minister to us um, because they're meant to be our for our good. And then he said in Psalm 122, verse 1, he said, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. And I know many of you listening to me today will say, well, I'm going to be glad when it's time to go back and they say to me, I can go to the house of the Lord. And I want you to just get a big picture of how that's going to be, what a celebration day that's going to be, and let the happiness just flood your heart, the happiness about seeing your friends there and fellowshipping with one another and taking up your places again in the house of worship. And uh, be, don't be like the world that says, I'm going to throw a big party in, and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Let's remember to dedicate ourselves right now to the Lord with all of our whole heart to give him our whole self during this time so that when we come together again, we're happy, we're not worn out. You know, the, the devil likes nothing better than to wear out the saints of God. But if we'll take care of one another on podcasts like this, on text, text messages and phone calls and emails and letters in the mail, you know, we'll be able to come out of this and go back to our places of worship, our places of work, and uh, things will revive. It will be good again. So this is a time not for worry, stress, and not undue grief, or I guess in a uh, extra burdensome grief, but to you know let the pain and suffering of other people, of course, register with you enough that you would care for them and pray for them and reach out to them if you need to. But also to remember the comforting power of the Holy Spirit that's with you, that he will come to you and comfort you, and he will not leave you comfortless, but he will come to you. So in moments like these, I want you to lift up a song and lift up a love song to Jesus. That's my prayer in Jesus' name. Until I can see you next time. Bye-bye.